Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to Coco, Elliot, and Graham from Cypress, Texas. Coco has shared an awesome drawing of Dropkick Kitty Cat. I love that Coco made his headband pink and how his tail is so long and bendy and how he has spots. Great work, Coco. And thanks for listening, Coco, Graham, and Elliot. I also want to give a shout out to Andrew Wang from all the way in Taipei, the capital of Taiwan. Andrew has shared a couple drawings with us, a couple of action shots. The first is a tree beast mother protecting her baby from a monster, and his other drawing is of Stella throwing stinkle beans from the dock out into the boat from the Lomain Mansion series. Thank you for sharing, Andrew, and excellent work. You can check out those drawings on the uh, website at kidsstoriespodcast.com. Now, today's story takes place in Valleytown and is called A Visit from the Secret Traders. The citizens of Valleytown all get their electronics from a little shop called Valleytown RC. Most mornings, the residents are out and about with their coffee, greeting their friends and chatting away in their favorite shops. And so we find a little bit of gossip at Valleytown RC one morning. Morning, Harold, said Christopher, one of the shop owners. Christopher's repairing some scooter motors for the Valleytown Dojo while he gets the morning scuttlebutt from some regular customers. Cheddar, the store dog, walked over to the customer who just entered to get some pets. Did you hear the news, Christopher? Got the secret traders just outside town for the weekend, said Harold, a regular at Valleytown R.C., and they sure picked the perfect weekend to visit, wouldn't you say? Uh, I hadn't noticed, said Christopher. What do you mean the perfect weekend? Well, all the ninjas from the dojo are out on missions, and even Old Witch Tubes is away on some far-flung adventure. Those secret traders like to visit towns when their protection is gone. Makes it easier to fleece the residents, said Harold. Well, that's a bit presumptuous, don't you think, Harold? said Ellen, 
Christopher's sister and co-owner of Valleytown RC. Have you ever dealt with the secret traders? I've dealt with them enough to know not to deal with them anymore. They sell junk and steal from the towns they visit. Why do you think everyone calls them the secret traders? You just be careful and keep an eye out if you end up doing any business with them, said Harold. Well, I agree they came at a good time, said Christopher. I'm in need of some batteries and I'd rather not travel all the way over to Power Up. We'll check them out later and we'll be mindful, Harold. Don't you worry. Throughout the day, customers filtered in and out of Valleytown R.C., sharing the news of the secret traders visiting the town. Apparently, they had set up on the north side of town, all along the main road. Everyone in Valleytown was pretty excited to see what the traders had brought in to sell. The traders also bought and, well, traded pretty much anything. So by the time Christopher and Ellen closed their shop for the day, they were pretty excited to check it out. They walked north, heading out of town, their dog Cheddar trotting along beside them. Just where the town ended, the traders began. They had set up their wagons and tables on either side of the road. On one side was mostly food. Delicious, amazing food. They had deep-fried foods on a stick, they sold these things called elephant ears, which weren't ears from an elephant, and they weren't funnel cakes either. These elephant ears were large, flat pieces of fried dough, sprinkled with powdered sugar, or cinnamon sugar, or chocolate syrup, or regular syrup, or just butter. They were amazing. And on the other side of the road was mostly everything. Everything that could be bought or sold. Clothes, rugs, hats, weapons, dishes, potions, medicine, pets, electronics, books, tools. There were even people that would tell you your fortune or read your palm. By now, the sun was beginning to set, and the secret traders had brought out oil lamps so people could shop for a bit longer before turning into bed. All the way down at the end of the row was the electronics table, it featured a modest assortment of things. Not a lot, but certainly some things Christopher and Ellen could use in their shop. The two searched among the piles on the tables. Christopher set aside some batteries he wanted to purchase when Ellen suddenly lifted her nose up to the sky. Do you smell that? said Ellen. Christopher took a few sniffs and smelled a hundred different things being cooked up on the other side of the road. Yeah, there's like a million things to smell over there. I smell enchiladas. Cheese enchiladas, said Ellen. I don't think I saw any enchiladas, said Christopher. But if you're going over there, bring me back an elephant ear, would you? Ellen just kept sniffing and walking back down the road, as if an invisible magnet were pulling her by the nose down the street. Christopher just shook his head and kept gathering things he needed for his shop. Soon he had a little pile, and he called over to a nearby trader to settle up. Uh, all right, I've got these nine batteries. Are these all charged? asked Christopher. Sure thing, sure thing, all charged and ready to go, said the trader.
Uh, okay, then. Um, these nine would be about 23, right? Suggested Christopher, doing some quick mental math and handing the trader a $20 coin and a $10 coin. Yes, yes, 23. Now, let me get your change. The trader reached into a pocket and dug around for some coins. So, you live around here? Must do a lot of electronics work needing all these batteries. Yeah, I run Valley Town RC, down the road. Uh, glad I was able to find some batteries here, said Christopher. The trader handed him his change and said, I'm glad for it too. We'll be here for a couple more days if you need anything else. Sure thing, said Christopher. He counted his change in one hand while putting the batteries in a bag with his other hand. He noticed that while he had the correct number of coins, the trader had not given him the right type of coins, and as such, the change was short a few dollars. Oh, hang on then, he began. It looks like I'm short a bit. I'll need seven dollars in change. The trader looked at the change that Christopher was holding out. He put his hand on his head, furrowed his eyebrows, and said, Dear me, it looks like I've made a mistake. Forgive an old trader, would you? Here's the difference. And the trader dropped more coins in Christopher's hand until he had the right amount. No worries, said Christopher. Honest mistake. Honest indeed. Hope to see you again soon. Christopher nodded a goodbye and turned into the street just as Ellen was coming back with two plates and cheddar nipping at her heels. One plate was filled with cheese enchiladas, a heaping mess of tortillas, red sauce, and melted cheese. The other plate had a huge elephant ear drizzled with chocolate syrup. Ellen didn't quite have the patience to wait until her hand was free for a fork, so she was walking along eating her cheese enchiladas right off the plate. Christopher laughed. Well, aren't you looking graceful with a face full of enchilada? I'd rather be full of enchilada than full of grace, said Ellen. Christopher took his plate of elephant ear and found himself in a similar predicament. He had in one hand a bag full of batteries, and in his other hand a plate full of crispy fried sweet bread covered in chocolate. He couldn't resist. While they were walking back to the shop, he leaned forward and bit into his elephant ear from right off his plate, smearing chocolate all over his chin and cheeks. He felt Ellen looking at him and smiled. You're right, he said. Grace doesn't taste nearly as good as an elephant ear. The two laughed on the way back to drop off the batteries at the shop, talking about what food they would get from the secret traders tomorrow. The End Thanks for listening, friends. So what do you think about the secret traders? Do you think they're thieves, maybe, out to steal from the residents of Valleytown? Or are they simple traders, just looking to make a living buying and selling? We'll find out more about the secret traders and Christopher and Ellen on the next episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. In the meantime, feel free to reach out to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com to share any drawings. Adios.